We're Talk Comics to Me, and welcome to Jackass. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. That's going to work out real great mm-hmm. when, when I post that. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talk Comics to Me. I'm uh, Champ Champenstein. I'm like going I'm, all over the place. Sorry. I'm Heather. I was going to try to make up a fake name, but I just was thinking of Boris Karloff for some reason. I was like, oh, that's a real name. <laughs> Honda. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> Handenfield. Uh, so, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have anything good to say today, because otherwise it's going to just be a straight fuck Ted Cruz day. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I forgot what I was going to say, too, because I just now was thinking of the other congressman who wore the tight baseball outfit that you sent me, like, six pictures of, and you can see his little y- moose. Y- you sent me those pictures. <laughs> oh, I sent you those. And that was Chris Christie. I sent those to you. Yeah, for weeks now. I because I when I was yeah, going no, through those pictures. Yeah, you sent those to me. Yeah, like, yeah, that's how that went. Welcome I, to Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually here to talk about comic books. I fucking swear. Okay, I'll just go. Um, this this is Thor. This is issue number twelve. Uh, this is part four of this uh, cute little prey chapter where Donald Blake is just wreaking havoc all over the worlds. Okay. Um, he gets into a fight with Throg, and I have to show you my favorite panel because it made me laugh so hard when I was reading it. Of course, it. yeah. I don't think it was supposed to be funny, but when oh. you draw a frog's face like this, it's going to make me laugh. Oh. It says very well, now comes the pain. <laughs> but also like that one, too. Yeah. Man, yeah, it's cute. Um, all, the fro- all the pictures of the frogs are just like fantastic. Um but anyway, there there's a big battle more, that goes more on. More animal versions of Thor. Just, um, I believe. Screw humans. Oh, lock lockjaw. Lockjaw. Yes. Um. So Jane Foster is wandering around the city, going like, "How could Donald do this? This is, this can't be him." And then Doctor Strange just like gets choked out of his window by Donald Blake, who finds out how he got his power and. Donald Blake is now going to destroy the source of the power. And Thor's still trapped. All right. I really like this issue. Mm. I like this whole, like, prey chapter. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, That's good. I'm very, very pleased with it, um, especially because they. I was just thinking when I texted you about Loki, like, last night. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been a long time since I've seen Loki in a comic, and I miss him. Um, and there he is right there. Yeah, and good, I and good. I love that because he didn't actually have that long of hair in the Sorcerer Supreme series of Doctor Strange, but I'll take it. Yeah, whatever. Loki has glorious hair, and I <laughs> want it to be as long as he can handle it. We can do what we want. It's comic books. Mm-hmm. Nobody will remember. I will. <laughs> if it's Loki, I will. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have pantomime. This is issue number four. Uh, so this kind of time hops. And they've all kind of gone their separate ways from after school. And our main character is in college. And they all meet up at this house that they bought after uh, they pulled off all these heists. And How big is the time jump? Uh, just a few years. Just a few years, probably. Like, I can't remember how old, like, they were in the beginning. Like probably like five six years okay it's like a decent jump but not like too much maybe it's like 10 years maybe maybe it told me and i don't remember 
I don't pay attention in comics when it tells you where it's taking place or like what year. I'm like, I'll figure it out eventually. Yeah, which is a terrible thing. But at the same time, I also do that. Yeah, I do that in The Last God all the time. That's why I have no idea what's going on. (laughs) We gotta gotta start getting on top of that. Uh, But yeah, like, once again, still continues to be good. But uh, everything's getting a little bit fuzzy now. Like, everybody's getting older, trying to find, like, their ways. And this summer, like, every summer they pull off these heists, and this is supposed to be the last summer they do that. Okay. And. Because they they probably have to go to college next year. They're already in college. Oh. Like, they're graduating college and shit. And some of them didn't go to college. Like. (sighs) What'd they do with all that money? They bought this house, and they're, like. One of them, like, bailed their parents out of jail. Like, just, like, there's a lot of different things they did. And her brother. Our main character's brother, he is kind of been into what I assume is shady shit because he's walking around in, like, a suit, like, a 1980s, like, Wall Street dude. And, like, on his phone, like, okay, I gotta go meet up with some dudes, like, see you later. So probably, like, a coke problem. Or, like, some mobster shit. Oh, yeah. Or maybe I've just been watching The Sopranos too much now. I'm like, yeah, some mob shit. I mean... They're just disappearing on their phone all the time. Trash service. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah, of course. But yeah, I, uh, I'm i really excited to see like how this like wraps itself up. Because I do, I do enjoy it. And I know the stakes are definitely high. And it's just like a better Ocean's Eleven. Okay. Is it, is it five issues? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It was something I was supposed to look at, and I feel like it can only be, like, five or six issues. Yeah. Um, I would think six. Yeah, I also think six. Though I could, like, take as many stories, because I do find the characters interesting, and I do, like, and I would, like, enjoy, I would enjoy going back and seeing, like, all of the other kind of, like, heists they've pulled off and, like, what happened with those. Not that the pacing is bad, and I think it's good for, like, what it is, but it's just like, oh, I would take more. Yeah. I like these characters, but also, you know, miniseries, nothing bad with it. I'm trying to remember something. Um, six issues, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get it eventually. Yeah. Um, okay, go ahead. Well, I have a note in my phone that's bets, like ongoing bets that I have with people that I've been like writing down and I was just thinking like I wish I had Siri turned on so I could like have her put it in my notes We're but I'll literally just recording a thing I know right now. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it okay so I have uh, don't tell people you don't watch yourself bla- I watch you I don't watch myself I just tune myself out completely <laughs> just black out and talk uh this is Black Widow this is issue number five um I don't really know how to explain what's going on because I thought this was the end of the series, but there's more to it. So the um, Natasha finds out what happened. Um, her family, like her husband and her kid, they are actually hers, but they don't know exactly like what happened. So she knows that she was set up. Um, Bucky takes her husband and her kid away without her like knowing where they are because she thinks it's better for him that way. Mm-hmm. Um and then they take down the rest of the people that had tricked her. Um, there's a, a cute little scene with... I love her cat. Um, <laughs> a scene... Oh, not that. With Hawkeye. I love that page, by the way. That's what I wanted to show you. Yeah, it's a good spread. Um, 
I, I yeah, I love I love the art in this book. It's one of my favorite things. Um, but she has a moment with him where there's like closure in their cute little relationship, and there's also closure with Bucky and Natasha, which that's what I was waiting for. That's what I wanted. I was mm-hmm. like, how are you gonna like talk to each other as if you didn't weren't like in love forever? And it happens. Um, so I was very pleased with that. Uh, her cat's name is Logan. Her baby's name was Steve. And her husband's name was James. That was how they tricked her into, like, it being a comforting thing. Yeah. Which I thought was really funny because I did not make that connection until I read this issue. And I was like, oh, yeah, Steve. Because <laughs> she always called him Stevie. I don't know. Anyway, um, she's done with revenge now. but And she's going to be doing other stuff. So. All right. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Are you, you going to keep reading it? Um, yeah, I think so. If, I mean, if it's not the same artist, I'll probably only check out a couple issues. Okay. But I have, I think that she's still going to be on it, so. All right, cool. I enjoyed it. There's also, um, those two young kids that come in, like, Wednesday afternoons. One oh, of yeah, them has yeah. been, yeah, reading Black Widow, and we didn't have number four, so I was like, I'll bring it in for you. And he just looks so happy. I was trying to get them to start a full file. So. Yeah. I think they might. The blonde one? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Very sweet boys. Yeah. Really good. Good kids. Yeah. I gave them paperwork. So, you know, just uh, give them our info so when they listen to us. I'll just slide them a bookmark. <laughs> we don't have that anymore. <laughs> We're so fucking worthless. <laughs> I think I have a few, though. Oh, do you? Yeah. I, I think so. Because I remember I gave a handful of them to DJ and I said, Hold on to these for me so I don't lose them. Um, I'll have to double check. <laughs> All right, so moving on. We think about our customers a lot, so if you ever come into Legend Comics and Coffee, just know that you have... We'll write it down on a piece of paper for you. <laughs> we will write it down on a piece of paper for you, or you'll end up finding us somehow, because that's what happens. Yeah. Okay, so I have Shattered... Shatter? Shatter. Shadow Doctor, issue number one. This is uh, based on a true story... And this is about a man mm. who... Mm. <laughs> a man, huh? A man who is... It starts out, he's running whiskey during Prohibition. Oh, I love those kind of stories. Boardwalk Empire. Uh-huh, yeah. Ish. Yeah, ish. Um, And he ends up getting caught between the Irish and the Italians... And the Italians win. The Irish win. Is that about Chalky White? Uh, can give me a second. Okay. Um, I believe the Irish win. Yes. Well, yeah. Yes. I mean, speaking as an Italian, Italians are worthless. <laughs> <laughs> the Irish come through, and after all of this, he ends up getting. A degree going through Harvard, becoming a doctor, um, tries to get jobs throughout cities and hospitals that will hire him because he's a black man. Um, and that's repeatedly the thing that's always just like, hey, no, no hard no, feelings, but like nothing personal, but we can't hire you. You know why? Um, that's my favorite line that people use. It's nothing personal. Well, it's personal to you. Like, if you, <laughs> it you is clearly absolute, have a problem with it. Yeah, it's absolutely personal. Um, and he tries to get loans and can't get loans. And so in the end, he ends up using his uh, mob connections to try and fund 
his own practice. And he ends up meeting the boss. And um, it is somebody who we Call all... Call me Snorky. We all know. Um, and I think... I don't know. I, I am kind of interested in the second issue. I do. It's weird because it is a true story written by somebody else. But still. But it's like a father telling a son... Uh, about his past, basically. I think you should get the second one. I, I just want to see what Snorky's up to. <laughs> I just, like, I do, like, I love the idea. I I mean, I don't, I love the idea. It's real. It's real life. And I think that's what I love about it, is that it is real life. And it's also just one of those things where, I don't know, it just sucks. Yeah. And obviously there is the, the use of the N-word in this book. See, I... Mm. Okay. Yeah. It was one of those things that's just like, I, I was like kind of thrown back and I'm like, oh yeah, this takes place in, you know, what, 1930s? 20s. 20, well, after he oh, gets after, the, yeah, yeah. after Prohibition, then yeah, probably the 30s. Yeah. 30s, 40s. Um, I don't know. This still sucks every time, obviously, but. Yeah, that's every time I see it, I'm just like, what? Why was that necessary for the story? Like when it, they dropped it in X Men, I was like, I know that book was written in the '80s, but still, I don't feel like it was necessary. Yeah, yeah. So it is one of those things where you just, but got there. It's fine. Just make yourself real small. Yeah, just like on my couch. Like, okay, I'm white. I shouldn't be reading. This is not for me. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to move on. Yes. Uh, this is, haha. This is issue number two. This is that cute little anthology about my favorite thing, clowns. And also, we found out via this issue, different artists. Mm-hmm. I love the art in this one. Yeah. No, the art is so good. The story is also really, really Yeah, I was, like, blown away by this story. Like, the first one I, of course, enjoyed, but this mm-hmm. one was really good. So it's about a, a little girl who is telling the story of her mentally ill mother who started dressing up as a clown and she's going to Funland because she sees angels and like all that kind of stuff. That's where she's supposed to go. She takes her daughter with her on this road trip and so much happens. She gets to grow up real fast. Um, But it's a story she's telling because she is a dancer named Rudolph. Well, her name is Yeah, I just thought it was really cute, her like... costume i just like the idea too that it's just like no matter what like you're not gonna really escape yourself right which i don't know i just love like all of his stories quite a bit it's just like they're all really kind of fucked up and weird but But there's there's always like an ulterior message yeah and it's also something that's like oddly relatable to you it's just like i don't know my mom never did any of these things but like i also understand that idea of just like the baggage you carry right and like having to show that self yeah mentally ill mothers are not fun to grow up with i mean i i know it's not funny and i understand because yeah it's not (laughs) it really just breaks you down (laughs) i think it makes you it makes you stronger i don't know i know i was just joking I don't want this shell anymore. <laughs> we need to be fully birthed birds. I never want to be birthed again. Just on the off chance that I get stuck with another mentally ill mom. 
Because it only, will happen to I me. only need death from here. I wish I could just be a chicken sometimes. Or like a chick that just comes out of an egg. Get, get, okay, I didn't read this one. Um, this is Aria, Heavenly Creatures. I don't remember what this was about even, so I can't tell you anything about it. I just know that it's a, a fantasy. It's a one-shot. Um, I'll read it. I There was just a lot of words, like the first few pages, and I had so many other books to read, so I was like, I'll read that last, and then I didn't read it. So maybe maybe next week I'll tell you about it. We'll see. But you should get it. It's up to you. It's a high fantasy with realistic art. I don't know why I'm sitting like that. <laughs> like, all right, Grandpa. <laughs> I got my cardigan on today, so. Uh, so I have Family Tree. This is issue number 11. Um, next issue is the last issue. A lot of a lot of a lot of moving pieces. This is going back in time. This is flashing back and forth. It's been doing that for this last little bit of the story of what happened when Meg, the sister who is a tree, got tree. got planted, and when her brother uh, found his current wife, and how they had to move her to where she currently is, and how basically uh, these terrible pieces of shit government people who were after them in the beginning who the leader that or the leader it's not really a leader but kind of a leader she thought she had killed she did not and they have taken over everything because there's not many people left so she's like absolutely everything and they played their hand and played the family and you know, I thought something else was going to happen. I was like, oh, maybe, like, he didn't fall into this play. Like, maybe he knew something else. But that is not what happened. And that was kind of, you know, not, that was disappointing. Not a bad, like, writing aspect, but just, like. Well, it wasn't what you wanted it to yeah, be. Yeah, I was like, well, fuck, dude. Yeah. I thought you were going to write it this way. Write it my way. <laughs> write it would it be one. a good story. Yeah, it would still be a good story. But, I mean, I don't know. I feel like with Jeff Lemire, you know, I, I'm i not going to get, like, a happy story necessarily. No. Even if it is technically a happy mm-hmm. ending, there's always something wrong with it. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited for the end of this story. But also, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm sad and afraid. Mainly just because I don't want to watch this tree burn. <laughs> oh. That's, like, also a human being, and there's also a lot, like, connected to, like, her, so. Right. It would be the end of it, though. Yeah, and that's, like, what it is. It's, like, about the end of the world, basically, so. <laughs> I hope you don't cry. I cry over everything. I know. I, I feel that. Look, this is damage, too. I don't know. This is Once in Future. This is issue number 16. Um, Can I just say how much I love this book? Yeah, no. This book is so, so good. And the art is so good. And the colors are so good. And just everything about it is wonderful. Yes, we get the uh, appearance of the Lady in the Lake, which is what I was very excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lancelot doing his business. Um, I, I was really scared for a minute because when I saw that dragon, I went, oh, no. Because I... If you know how the stories go, and he mentions it mm-hmm. in here, he is, Duncan 
in the stories is going to be killed by a dragon. And I love him. Yeah, well, I mean, he's also our main character. I know. That doesn't mean he's safe. No, I mean, just like in any Kieran book. Yeah. I just like, I don't know. Every time I see him, I just think my boy, my tiny boy, my mm-hmm. sweet little boy. He doesn't know. I just, I love him. I just, I mean, if either of them died, I would be just, I would have, I'd probably write Karen a very strongly worded uh, letter about how much I cried. Excuse me, sir. You dare make me cry on multiple occasions? You got to stop this, Karen. I can't. I tell people you're my favorite writer and then you do this. I'll come to you and punch you in the face. Uh, God, no, I love this book so much. It's so much fun and also just, I don't know, I am waiting for the other shoe to drop, though. I really am. Because it has been, for a Kieran book, too lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Like, there are those serious tones, and for fucking sure there's those serious tones, but, like, there is that, like, there's something else, and it has to hit, and it's gonna hit you just, like, so hard, right? Yeah, um, because there's a bunch of stories that he's already branched off to, and a lot of them, n- none of them have, like, good happy endings, yeah, and yeah. a lot of them are uh, quite devastating, and I'm excited for it because I know that it's going to be worth it, but at the same time, I'm like, you gave me these characters, and you made me like these characters, and you're just going to pull a Brian K. Vaughn and just, like, kill me? That's fine. I guess. That's fine. Yeah. That's okay. I, I, my little heart can handle it, but I don't want to. <laughs> uh, in the end, it'll be worth it. But yeah, I'm just, I'm waiting for that moment. And I, I feel like it has to be kind of like soon. It feels soon. Like with everything, like it, with everything running together the way it is. Right. And just, I just, and I also feel like they wouldn't have mentioned the dragon if that wasn't going to play its part. Yeah. Which I don't know. is probably going to happen in the next chapter because of all the the guns and the and and the Lancelot and the Lady in the Lake. And yeah, and that's what I was thinking too. Is like Lancelot and Lake, and also Merlin because Merlin's just like a fuck. <laughs> like it's, Merlin yeah. is like the biggest fuck of all. He's yeah, he's a big bag of fuck. <laughs> all right, go ahead. All right. Um, I have We Live. This is issue number five. This is the end of the first chapter of this book. Um, Hototo. These are fun names. Hototo is the little boy, the brother that has the bracelet. Um, he, he's being prepped to get the bracelet taken off, but then time runs out and the end of the world just kind of starts, which is, it's really cool how it happens. This is the alien meeting Mm -hmm. and this is like all the kids being like taken up after the meeting, but like it all happens just slowly, just a little bit at a time. And it's, I just thought it was really cool, cool how it yeah. happened, yeah. Um, so the aliens who are taking the, like, 5,000 children or whatever off the planet, they, you know, have a meeting and they're like, humans haven't been around as long as we have, we should give them one more chance. So the bracelets end up transforming these children into, what are they again? Paladins. Paladidons. Paladians. Paladians. Um, to rid the world of all the monsters that have taken over so that humans can have another chance. I am okay with the way that this ended. I don't necessarily care for the Paladians, but this was like a good 
good ending for me. So I think I am going to take it off my poll, even though, like I was telling Champ, I'm very interested to see one of the characters that was in the earlier issues with the gorilla. We thought he died, but here he is. So I'm, I do want to know what's going on with that, but I don't think I want to know enough to read it still. Because again, this was like, this was fine for me. This was fun. It was um, a cute little sci-fi book that I just did not think I was going to be interested in at all, but it just looked really cool. So I like that a lot for you. Yeah, thank you. I liked it too. I was very pleased. All right, so I have Catwoman, or Future State Catwoman. This is issue number two. This wraps up the short little train heist, and you think that Catwoman isn't going to make it, but... Otto pulls through, and he draws her again away. I mean, yeah, he also draws Batman. Um, How does he draw Batman? Can I see? I'm very curious. I want to see how hot Batman looks. Uh, Since Bruce Wayne lives... He is on this train. He's being held captive. They're helping him escape, but also Catwoman is helping these orphans escape, and they kind of come together to help this plan work out in the end, and it is very good and very sweet, and I had a really fun time with this. Bruce just needs to let himself go sometimes. Yeah. He looks good like this. Yeah. No, this is, like, a great look, for sure. And I'm, like, torn now between do I, like... Otto's Batman or Bruce better, or do I like Dan Morris? Yeah, they're both really great. They both look fantastic. Yeah. And I do like how like similar they did like end up making yeah. them look. So and the yeah, it's just Ooh. This mm. this book was a lot, like I said, a lot of fun. Um only two issues, so it's not a lot, but if you like any sort of like heist shit, that was definitely worth it for that. I don't know, and also if you like Batman or Catwoman. Yeah, I read the first issue. It is a, a cute little quick story that doesn't take, like, a lot yeah. of effort. It's just fun. Yeah, and it's it's weird because, like, I like a lot of Ramsey's work, but I did not really like his run on Catwoman. Like, okay. that main, like, Catwoman series. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure if I would even, like, enjoy this. Um, I mean, you know, I took that chance and it was worth it. So, you know, sometimes you don't like some things and sometimes you do. It's like, yeah, whatever. I get that. Yeah. All right, you're one ahead of me. I am? Or, wait, no. We go, and then you go again. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> we forgot. Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> this is Hollow Heart. This is issue number one. I made Heather read this because it was a lot. Yeah, it was It was very, very heavy and hard. Yeah, it. it is a, this is a very sad comic book, but also, I don't know. Let me hold that over here. Really great at the same time. Uh... It's, they describe it, described it as queer horror, and it's obviously very, it's pretty gay. It's gay. Um, it is kind of horror-esque right now-esque, but I, I'm waiting for that to kind of play into it more, because our main character, L is, it's hard to describe him, because he's kind of just, like, a jumble of things in a, a, a robot suit? Yeah. Um... So the story kind of starts out talking about a boy who's raising a goldfish and the goldfish dying, um, and then also showing uh, Mateo, who is a mechanic. mechanic who's helping L, like helping fix L, but also in the end decides to help L, like try to escape or try to like un un 
tether himself. It's Ex Machina. <laughs> it is kind of Ex Machina, actually. I talked to Derek about that movie yesterday, and that's, like, all I can think about and how that that scares me. Yeah. But um, I don't... That's... He is not manipulative like Alicia Vikander in that movie. He is actually... Well, we don't know. Oh, yeah, we don't know. We don't know. I just assume... I don't know. He's not... He you can't fake that kind of sadness. Yeah. Uh, he's just, like, a very kind of pure creature, and Mateo goes to help him, and... I don't know. I'm just going to read the part that, like, really hurt my feelings, if that's okay. <laughs> yep, almost oh, my sneezed. gosh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, when I sneeze, I, like, push all my demons out, so. Okay, so, um, Mateo's trying to help him. He ends up actually really, really, really hurting L. Um, but I'm just gonna kind of read, like, just a little bit, but not too much. Uh, and I won't cry. I absolutely promise. Uh, the mechanic was wrong, but L stayed silent. He knew once Mateo left, he would collapse from the pain. But until then, he would hide it inside. It was a small price to pay for Mateo's kindness. Sometimes we scream in vain, our wretched cries falling on deaf ears, and so we die alone. Desperate for connection, we die alone. I don't know. That shit just, like, hit me really hard. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that when I'm wearing makeup, dog. <laughs> I, 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 did, I didn't realize that. I didn't do that. Paul Aller did. I know. He wrote those words. I just said them out loud. Well, it affected me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's only like a little bit. But like the last two pages kind of just like gut you. It's really good. I think it's worth picking up. Um, 100%, yeah. I try not to read anything with robots. Um, they just make me uncomfortable. <laughs> um, so any of the books that I've been reading recently that have robots in them is because Champ tells me to read it. I'm bummed I didn't pick that up because that actually is really good. Because yeah. it's not, it is a robot and it isn't. Yeah, I just think it's just like the idea of what, I don't know. I, I really don't know like what it was about that book that really like hit me so hard. And I like I said, I think it was the prose and just like the cadence of it and just like how it flowed so well. And just like the build up to those last few pages was just like, I don't know. Like I said, gutting, heartbreaking, but also just like, hopeful yeah i mean because they introduce a, this character and they like somehow within what 32 pages make you feel some type of way about it and mm -hmm. then they're putting you in uh, mateo's place essentially yeah. like what would you or, do or even Elle's place too because like, yeah. like i don't know i don't know about you like you know those feelings i think you can feel like either of those ways like Oh, yeah, either, I have tons that, of feelings. either that heaviness of like needing that help and being broken and needing to like disconnect from whatever feelings are making you feel that way and or the reverse of like trying to help somebody else like escape that. Yeah. So I think that might be like the heaviness of it is just like especially if you are able to just like feel both of those ways is like very incredible. Yeah because I mean he didn't really think about it until he realized that Elle kept running because he wanted to die. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, wait a minute, there's something more. Yeah. And I am I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. And I think sometimes, like, when you help people, you kind of do break them and hurt yeah. them. Yeah. You give them the tools they need yeah. to, like, and help themselves. Ugh. 
Okay, I'm just going to talk about this book. Um, this is Abbott. This is 1973, issue number two. Um, Our Lady Abbott. That kind of sounded nice. Um, manages to get the, I forget what it's called, the um, Umbra from Miss Henrietta, who is the older woman. I don't know if any of you remember what I said about this first issue, but basically she's just on the hunt for the bad spirit. Her ex-husband is helping her. Her girlfriend disappears, and she gets um, humiliated by her boss in front of a bunch of people after wearing a very nice dress. So, um, she's going in for the kill. All right. I, I still enjoy it. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I really understand how the magic works in the book. Okay. They explain it, but to me, I'm just like, I don't care about that magic. Yeah, I think that's like, that's how I felt the first, that first like story arc, I, yeah. And I think that's why I couldn't get past it because I was just like, I don't, I don't care. Right. And honestly, I think I should. I don't think I should have gotten this mm-hmm. story arc, but I don't know. I, 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 I think don't. it's interesting. Like that's the thing is like I think it's an interesting story. I just think there's something that's like that doesn't connect well. Enough. Yeah. They don't do a very good job of explaining how the magic works, and so it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, this is kind of stupid. Uh, okay. On that note, we're going to move on to the picture of everything else. This is issue number two. Marcel, who was an art critic, just like I am. (laughs) You are, of course, the biggest art critic that I know. Yes. He uh, has stopped painting after his incident with the painter. Um, His, it was his boyfriend, right? It was his, well, his His lover. Alphonse wasn't his like, Alphonse wasn't the killer, the painter killer. No, 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 yeah. I know, I know. Alphonse was his lover, though, right? He, yeah. Loose-ish. Okay. Um, he a, ends a up friend staying... That, a friend that you fuck sometimes, it yeah. seems like. Lover. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm going to call it. It's a lover. I don't know. You're some... loving on them. <laughs> I mean, yes. I Okay. Okay. At this point, yes. So, Marcel's lover, Alphonse has stayed with the painter and is working on stuff. Um, And it's several months after the incident in the first issue. He comes back. Marcel is seeing a a cute man. I forget his name, too. Antonio? Spanish. Yes. Um, And he is tempted to go back with Alphonse to do the painting and stuff. So that's where we're at. It's just this struggle that he has the entire time trying to decide, Mm -hmm. like... Why can't I paint again? Why is this fucking me up? And then like, okay, this is the root of the problem. I'm going to go to it because I need to paint again. Yeah. And that's not how it's going to work for him, but we'll see. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe Marcel will have good luck. I I don't see it going that way, the way that no. issue ended, but no. maybe. Uh, so now we have Stillwater. This is issue number six. Mm-hmm. Um, we're bringing in some veterans. So God bless America. Semper fine. <laughs> Semper Fi, motherfucker. Uh, anything else? No. This this takes place after the town meeting when um, the welcome party tries to convince the judge to let them have a little bit of freedom. There's an explosion at the courthouse, and our main sheriff man, who is also uh, an ex-military man, Marine. Marine. Oh. Funny that this is written by a Canadian, but written so yeah. American. Chip, what does simplify mean? <laughs> okay, I'll explain that to her later. Uh, 
Um, thank you. You're welcome. As a granddaughter of a Marine, I could have just flipped this table over, but I, I didn't. <laughs> I never paid attention to what branches my family was in. I know the name CB, and I know I used to fly a plane. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's still water issue number six. <laughs> never mind. Um, okay, we so. We have Bat- Batman and Catwoman. Uh, Stillwater is great, by the way. Oh, yeah, no. Good story still. Fantastic. And I have, like, a weird, I don't know. It's, like, one of those things where when I see the sheriff and, like, I know he's a bad man, I'm still just, like, okay. Because <laughs> um, I, I I, kind of, I think he's hot. <laughs> of course you do. He's a bad man. The, the worst of the worst of the story, like, besides the judge, yeah, of course you love this guy. I, you know I am the pure and you are the evil. We've discovered this. Yeah, I mean, okay. So we're okay. just going to talk about this, and the bad guy in this I am not attracted to. <laughs> yeah, the Joker or the Phantasm? Either. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of really nicely drawn butts in here. I do have to say that. I have to point it out right now. I need you to know. If you don't read it, I would say do for the butts. Uh, I, I'm not going to disagree with Heather on this point. But I, I am. Mean. I'm gonna say that, like, out of all of the things, it was like my least favorite thing. The art in this issue was probably my least favorite art out of all of the issues, and I think it is literally because I cannot take that Batman suit that she has on is just like there's a butt. Yeah. No, it's like it's it is it's weird. I think like this suit in combination with like the like. The Nicki Minaj squatting in front of the the vault. Like, I couldn't handle that, dude. Yeah, if you, it was a bit unnecessary. It, like, I could not handle that. Because I was like, there are so many other ways to sit in front of this while you're having... Have you never sat like that while you were going through a vault? No, like, putting my pussy in somebody's face, basically? No, I have not. It's just... I don't... Who? It's not even, like... Nobody squats on the floor like that. Do you ever see me in front of the comic book floor, like in front of the comic book wall sitting like that? Like, just imagine how fucked up my knees would be. No, I would but I feel like up, I've I would, sat in front of the wall I like would that stand a few up times. like, oh, fuck, and just like jab my face right into some comic books. I do love this. Yeah, no, I, so I, I did like that last scene. I just, I'm like, dog, what are you doing? You clearly don't fit in there. Yeah, no, I just. Anyways. Uh, I don't know, man. I just could not take anything. Like, the art really distracted me from the story. And I think it's, like, a combination of, like, just that suit. Like, normally I can take Clayman butts, but I was just, like, I'm always distracted by them. Because it's, like, why the fuck are you doing this? I think that's why I didn't notice the art, to be honest. (laughs) I read the words and just, like, but... But, but, just the entire What time. is this book about? Just asses. Ass, <laughs> ass, ass. It's about Buttman. <laughs> Nothing else. Uh, it's about Buttman. I don't, like, yeah, I, I wish I had something to say about Tom King's words right now. Yeah, I, I didn't, um, I'm trying to remember what the story was about. Um, uh, so basically, they, uh, Dick is now, 
by my blank commissioner commissioner gordon yeah and then Batman, he looks great by the way and batman and catwoman's daughter is some sort of batwoman who just has her suit painted on yeah <laughs> yeah like and mystique just, and she the, she you know what she could do the pussy drop on some paper <laughs> It's there presented for the world. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and oh, my so, God. And so... I'm sorry. In my head, I just keep hearing pop, lock, and drop it, and I don't want that. I promise next time we will never do this. <laughs> but... They decide they or they find out the Joker is dead and they are going to investigate his death because the commissioner has uh, authority over all of the Joker's crimes because he's just been kind of Gotham located. And so Catwoman and Helena, her daughter, are having dinner and Helena's like, I'm going to go investigate this. And, and Catwoman is just like, hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Because she did not have anything to do with yeah. it. So, and that's and that's what Batman Catwoman is about. Butts. Butts. Butts, butts, butts. All right. This is so, my first time opening this. Yeah. Ooh. Mm, okay. So, neither Heather nor I have read this. This is Marvel number five. five. And uh, cute, cute little story. Cute little anthology story. Yeah, I've mentioned this before but i've enjoyed all of them that i've like read so far i just um because i decided to just start reading my comics today for some reason i did not have time to get to this one but it looks really good and it does look pretty good oh i love classic wolvie looks like a good wolverine yeah. boom boom bam dang that's a form yes he's great okay i'm probably gonna read this later tonight um it's nice. We'll give you a full review in the morning. Yeah. I'll type it out in the newsletter. <laughs> okay. Um, I can't do another one of those. Look, another one I didn't read. This is X-Men Legends number one. Uh, this is about X-Men. It's an I just want to say that Heather does not appreciate any of Brett Booth's talkings or sayings. Just loves X-Men. Yes. Um yeah, I don't know why I added this. I think I was just like, oh, cool, an X-Men, like, one-shot. Fun. Um, but it's a bunch of different X-Men one-shots by, yeah. like, different 90s dudes. Yeah, or, I like, was... like, 90s people or, like, original X-Men writers, right? I, I honestly have no idea. I assume that's what it is, yeah. Um, but I got, like, three pages in, and I was like, I, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on. I know Cyclops and Havoc. I don't know anyone else in this story. Right. Um, Interesting. I might try to read it again, or I might just skim. All right. All right. You you go first. You go. Okay, yeah. so I have Marauders. This is issue number 18. Um, Emma used a bunch of money to start taking over the buildings in Lowtown to get those shitty little kids out um but the shitty little kids have been going behind the marauders backs like after every fight or battle or whatever and taking the people that were just kind of innocent bystanders but were like fucked up and hurt because of them and turning them into i think these are the reavers i think that's where i got that from okay oh um, yeah that makes sense 
Yeah, Reavers. Um, to go take down the Marauders because the kids just want Lowtown. Um, there's a really... I love the art in this book, for one, um, mostly because Magneto makes this face that just... I just love that mm. because they don't know if they're supposed to be clapping or yeah. not because of what had happened. Emma opens a um, hospital that is like a gift to Lowtown. It's free, completely free. They have like mutant doctors and stuff in there to like help. Cool. Regular doctors, anything that you want, you can go there and they will take care of it for you. Um, ben, she named it the Moira Tagger something or another. And All that's right. why like Magneto was just like, it was good. It was a good face. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much what they're dealing with right now is uh, the kids released the Reavers on Lowtown and was like, anyone who wants to get out will get out. Everyone else can just get killed pretty much. So, All right. It's, I, I enjoy it quite a bit. I'm glad I did keep that one on my poll. Yeah. Uh, so I have Cable. This is issue number eight. Uh, this is a Cable and Domino team-up. And she's never teamed up with this young Cable, so it's kind of interesting and fun. Um, And it's not, where is Strife? It's when is Strife? Mm, What we know is a drop. Yeah, and honestly, that is actually something that happens in there, and I want to be like, yo, dog, (laughs) did you watch Dark? Someone's been watching Dark. Yeah, Uh, and I I did love that, because I was just like, maybe, you know, even if you're not watching Dark, you know, I'm just like, yeah, I love that shit, because it just reminds me of Dark. And if you haven't watched Dark, please watch Dark and then take a look at our videos that we have about us talking about Dark. Uh, but yeah, that issue of Cable was great. Uh, he fights a bunch of Cable clones. He's just in search of strife. I had a lot of fun. I actually did just see that uh, this Cable series is going to wrap itself up here shortly, okay. which is kind of disappointing. But I don't know. I still loved it quite a bit. Um, I Once again, Phil Noto art is great. Yeah. And you are getting little glimpses of older cable within this as well so that's all i really got to say about that it's totally worth it a lot of fun he looks so good in this book Mm -hmm. um all right do you have anything else i don't i don't actually have i have zero all right so that is new comic book day uh you know go support your local comic book stores support your friends do the right things Libraries. Support libraries. Keep libraries open, please. Uh, I, I need somewhere to go to cry. We might find some, I'll try to find some mutual funds for Texas to try to send them money to help take care of our people. Just, you know, other humans who are just trying to live their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we'll get probably Ted Cruz's P.O. box or whatever. You can mail some poop if you want. Um, just, I might, I might. Just send him memes about how much he sucks. Who cares? I'm just uh, going to send him those pictures of Chris Christie just over and over again. Just like in like gift card. Like, yep. like it looks like a birthday card or like a hey and invite. I'm going to make trading cards. I'm going to make stickers. I'm going to make patches. I'm going to make flyers. I'm going to do everything with those pictures. And they're all getting sent right to Ted Cruz. <laughs> all right. So we love you. Thank you for listening, listening or doing whatever you're doing. We'll see you next time. Yes. Have a good... Uh, Have a good life.